Hello and welcome. I'm Sue Palmacon, aka The Divorce Doctor, and I welcome you to Heart to Heart with The Divorce Doctor and Friends. Whether you or a loved one are considering divorce, in the midst of it, or coming out of it, this show is what you need to listen to. Divorce seems to affect everyone in some way. It can be an overwhelming life event, not only for the person going through it, but for friends and family of those divorcing too. We are here to walk the path with you, bringing you specialists who can help you make better decisions, provide you with resources and give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that, quite frankly, can bring out your worst. And today, I'm so excited to be here with an amazing woman, Una Archer. Una works with parents who are separated or divorced to help them put their child's needs first. She is a Circle of Security Parenting Facilitator. Hi Una, can you explain to our listeners what a, a circular, Circle of Security Parenting Facilitator means, please? <laughs> Hi Sue, yes sure, and thank you for this lovely introduction. So um, Circle of Security Parenting uh, is a easy to follow step-by-step process put by a team of clinical psychologists and what they did, they looked at the uh, the knowledge that has been accumulated over 60 years into nurturing secure relationships, secure parents and children relationships. And they created a very relatable course with videos and graphics that covers the key themes, key ideas that parents need to know if they want to raise emotionally secure children. And so facilitate is that I'm trained to use this material and I'm trained to take parents through this process. And I see of it as an MOT of the relationship because, you know, so often we live in relationships and it's a bit like air that we breathe. We just take it for granted. And we are, um, I don't know, I don't want to just assume, but that's what I see that often happens. You know, we're just saying that's how things are. And with circle of security, we can really develop vocabulary to talk about what is happening in the relationship. And that in turn, in turn helps parents to um, have a very clear idea of where they're meeting their children's needs, what comes easy for them and where they struggle. And then they can make um, different choices and they can really... When they know their strengths, they can really lean into them and make the most of what comes easy for them. And when they know where they're struggling, they can focus on acquiring those parenting skills that help to create new connections um, with their children, new ways of connecting with their children. And so that's a very sort of efficient and rewarding way of using their time and energy. You know, can really... With parents who go through this process, I see their confidence uh, just skyrocket. It's amazing. And it's so important. As, you know, parents are so wrapped up in their own little world. So when is it best, when's the best time to start this sort of conversation? And how do parents know when they're actually emotionally ready to take this, this on board? You mean talking about separation with their children? Yeah. So I would say... At what stage in the separation should they be doing this? Hmm. 
Uh, so there, there are a few things to consider. And I would say first thing is um, their own emotional state. And the second thing is how much they know about what is going to change and when. So let's talk about first thing. And um, so before I dive into unpacking a little bit, I just want to say to parents who are listening that I will talk about some general ideas, general trends that I see. And as you listen to this podcast or watch this video, treat it as a thinking space. Keep asking yourself the question, how does it apply to me? Where I'm with this, like what do I need to think about? What do I need to do? And you can almost like write yourself a to-do list or things to think about. So um, first, um, emotional state. Let me just have a sip. So I like to make it visual. And if you have a piece of paper, I invite you to draw a line. And on one side, write calm, and on the other side, write emotional. And when you do that, just check in with yourself. How do you feel? You know, what comes up for you when you think about talking about separation with your children? So on the calm bit, do you feel like you can talk calmly and confidently about separation with your children? or you're more on the other side, you feel like you feel hugely emotional at the thought of having this conversation. And just put a cross somewhere on that line. And then the next thing, just see where you would like to be and see how that compares. And I think it's so important to be more on the calm side because I believe that your children will connect more with how you feel, like how you really feel about it, rather than the words that you're saying, they will pick up on it. And if you can talk about it in a calm way, they will accept it much easier and kind of just, just, just go with it. They will lean into your confidence and your calm. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got such a, a calm manner about you. I can see that, you know, talking to parents you would just immediately send them into deep relaxation mm. and you know i think it's so important to have the experience of that because and also to know that it's possible to do it in a calm and confident way and i know that you know if you're more on the emotional side it can seem like a far way off but i'm here to tell you and to inspire you don't settle for that aim for the calm bit yeah absolutely Yes, it is so important to take a, a, a child-focused approach to separation. So how, how can parents have a conversation about what's going to happen in the child's world mm. rather than, you know, be so wrapped up in, in their own world? Yes, yes. And, you know, I think it all starts with awareness. And it's... Become, <coughs> sorry. Um, so I've got another line for you here. Uh, one that says parents on one side and children on the other side. And again, uh, when you think about talking with your children about separation, just see where you're at right now. Do you feel the need to explain to your children 
why you're separating, what's happening in your relationship, what led to that. And I know it's really hard to do. Or are you more on the children's side? Do you feel the need to explain to your children how separation will affect their lives? And again, when you're planning how to approach this conversation, I think it's better to be more in, in that side. Because for children, and you know, especially the younger children, but not necessarily so because all children are different, they are, you know, what I believe what will be most important to them is to know what will happen in their world. And so the more you can explain to them what will stay the same and what will be different, the easier, and, and also talking in, in pictures, you know, as if you are describing a movie, again, the easier it will be for them to um, take the news and go with it. And also, you know, I'm kind of looping back to that when do you know when you're ready? So one is when you're feeling calm enough and we, when you know enough details to paint your child a picture of how the life will look like. And of course, you don't need to know everything. You probably don't need, don't know everything. But, you know, if, if you have just at least like a few pieces that, that they can work with, I think it's important to be able to cover that. in the conversation. Yeah, it's a thing, things like where are the children going to live? Are they going to uh, be able to stay at the same school? Will, will they, they be able to see their friends? Will they yeah. be able to do their clubs? Yeah, you know, sort of turning it into an adventure is is sometimes a, a good way of doing it with very young children. You know, sort of say, "Oh, you'll have you'll have two bedrooms and two two of this and two of that." Yeah, I I agree. I, I like this idea, but I also think it's important to not overdo it and really leave space for all of their feelings. Yeah, you know their worries and their sadness and their anger and to be able to welcome that as well. Yeah, and it's it's also important when you've got older children, we sometimes forget the older children who perhaps are at the age when, when they're embarking on their own relationships, we need to be setting a good role model for how to deal with difficult situations for our children. Yes, I agree. And <coughs> and um, navigating separation can be a really good way. You know, how we navigate separation can be a really good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. So what sort of questions should parents ask the children to be able to understand divorce and separation from the child's perspective? Hmm. That's that's a really good question, Sue. And before I answer that, I want to take a few steps back, a few steps back, because in my experience from talking to parents, I often sense that they put that enormous pressure on themselves to come up with that perfect explanation that will make it okay for children. So the focus is on talking and explaining rather than on listening and trying asking questions trying to understand um uh, children's perspective so i've got one more and the final line here with uh and if you if you're listening to it you can just draw a line on paper and on one 
side put talking and on the other side put listening and again just check in with yourself see like do you feel the need to talk and explain things to children or do you feel like you can just sit back and ask questions and listen to what, what what's coming up um, for your child and i really like again to shift the focus more towards listening because first of all it takes the pressure of parents to come up with that perfect explanation which i don't think exists by the way yeah. and when we're kind of stuck in that okay what what do i need to say to the to, to my children place like how can you know before you even ask the questions and took the time to listen what's important to them because you know i think after asking the questions you probably be surprised that you know what's important to your child is not what you even thought in 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 the first place absolutely and um and another thing is that i think it's helpful to keep in mind that it's not just a one conversation it's a conversation that evolves over weeks and months and years you know as children grow they can assimilate more complex information you can share with them more you know as you say with teenagers you know you might explain more why you separated if, if you you know if you feel that helps them to figure out you know how they want to do their relationships <laughs> and so in terms of the questions I think uh, if you kind of did the first two steps, you got yourself to a place where you feel reasonably calm and collected and confident, and you explain your child uh, to your child the basics of what will be the same in their life and what will be similar. And then you can just ask questions on the back of that. So what else would you like to know? Or how do you feel about it? And um, as you listen to their answers, again, how do you feel about it? Or tell me more is a great way of just um, in inviting more sharing. And um, as you're listening to your children, my advice would be just take your time. And I know kind of, again, all, all those bits work together because when you're in a calm place, it's much easier to do that. Mm -hmm. And when your child says something, it's really okay to not have the answer straight away. It, it's really okay to say, well, look, like, thank you so much for letting me know that. I hear that that is important to you. And, you know, it might not be how you would talk to your children. It sounds a bit more like a psychology talk, but something along those lines, something that feels um, good to you. So um, I hear that it's important to you, but you know what? I don't know the answer right now. I'm going to think about it, and I promise I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I know. Yeah, and that, that, that's a, a really important point that you made there, that we don't have to have all the answers at our fingertips straight away. You know, it's, it's good to let the children see that you're as vulnerable as they are. And your, your future is less certain than it was. Um, yes, I think it's important to gauge, you know, how much children can handle, 
you know, of, of your vulnerability, because in that sharing, you still want to stay in the position. I'm an adult that here and, and you're safe with me. And yeah. even though I don't know everything, but I've got this, you can trust me. Um, yeah. And, you know, also what comes to me, it's helpful to think of like two levels. So one is that cognitive, you know, the, the information, this is what will be the same, this is what will be different, this is what I know, this is what I don't know. But there's another layer that's emotional and that's a really important layer to be present in as well. Like, I hear you sad, I hear you confused, I, I, I hear you frustrated and it's okay, I'm still here with you and you know, I'm, I can welcome that and I can be with you in that. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I've used in the past when I've been talking about emotions with, with young children who perhaps don't understand their emotions is, mm. have, you, have you seen the, the film Inside Out? Mm, yes. I've got a set of the Inside Out characters mm. and they, a lot of children have seen that film, especially, you know, sort of five, six, seven-year-olds. And I let them pick the character that is, is, is what they're feeling at the moment. And very often we will, you know, say, and where, where are you feeling that emotion? Mm. And we give it a name, not necessarily anger or fear or joy or whatever, but give it a name. So, you know, once you personalize it, then, you know, it becomes understandable. And we might even give it a color. And, you know, we say, how bright is that color? Let's see if we can make it paler, if it's a, a negative emotion. So, yes. you know, it's, it's, there's lots and lots of ways of talking about the emotions with, with children. Mm. Yes, and sometimes, you know, I, th I think talking is just such a small part of it. And for young children, we can offer the words because it might be hard for them to connect words and emotions and say, like, I wonder if you're feeling angry right now. And then yeah. they can say yes or no. I think, kind of, so <laughs> I think of it as 20%, but then 80% is really how we are present, how we welcome those emotions, how we are just comfortable with them feeling it and feeling that with them. Yeah. Because I think, and you know, very understandably so, when we go through separation and this causes big feelings for children, it can be so uncomfortable for parents. And you know, having gone through separation, I put myself in that same category, you know, how we can just rush to entertain them or just fix it for them or like over talk it. And, you know, when you notice that you're doing that, just take a breath, you know, it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you were saying about listening, it is such an important skill to develop, especially reflective lis listening. So, you know, lis really listening, not just hearing what they're saying, but really listening to what they're saying and reflecting back to them. You know, this is what I hear you saying. Have I, have I understood you right? Mm, yeah. 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 
So it's, you mentioned before we started about having um, a meditation tape. Mm, yes. So, you know, I know what it's like to be a stressed out parent, how hard it can be to stay calm and present and connected. So I recorded a guided relaxation that helps me to do that. And I listen to it most evenings and I want you to have it as well. So you can go to my website, parentingafterseparation.co.uk and download it free. Brilliant. So it's, how can, um, how can listeners get in touch with you? Hmm. So either visiting my website and also following uh, me on Instagram at una underscore archer to just stay with most up-to-date developments in my world. Brilliant. Brilliant. So I'd like to thank Una for giving up her time to talk to Heart to Heart with us today, especially at such a busy time. As well as being a certified divorce coach, I was divorced myself at 50, so I've been in the same situation as you. Let me walk down the path with you as your thinking partner. Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life facing divorce. Reach out to us at www.divorce-doctor.com or find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, it's, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thank you very much. It's It's been a wonderful experience. <laughs>